everybody. I'm here. I'm in my car. I am waiting on some of my other kids to get out of a class. Got my baby here and I thought it was an excellent opportunity for me to make a video. Hopefully this works out well. And um, I had something that's just been on my heart for a couple of days that I really wanted to share with you guys. And I'm calling it tentatively in my mind, the floods and the quilts of life. Okay, so bear with me here. This is what I'm thinking of. So we read in the Bible about the flood, right? In Noah's life, in his lifetime, this great flood that Heavenly Father sent to the earth and to wipe out all of the evil and that Heavenly Father told Noah to build an ark and to save his family and um, some other precious things on earth such as the animals that God had created so that they could continue after the flood. And this story is so amazing because it can be seen in so many different ways but it's really a metaphor for how our lives go and as I get older and I see the patterns of my life and the patterns of other people's lives I notice that God creates in our own lives our own little versions of floods and it just was really interesting to me and I wanted to share this with you guys because sometimes when you're in the middle of the flood, it seems like everything is done, like everything is over, the whole world is gone and, and dead and never going to come back. And you're like Noah sending out that dove and, you know, it not returning with um, an olive branch, you know, there's there's no dry land. It seems like there's nowhere for you to rest. It seems like everything is gone. Everything is been swallowed up by this primordial darkness, this, this deepness of the ocean, of the waters. And what I want to share is that just like in the Bible, that flood that's happening in your life is really just the beginning. It's just the beginning of your story and no matter how old you are, I mean you could be in your 20s, your 30s, your 70s, you're going to have floods in life and they're going to come often, you know, I think every five to seven years, certainly every 10 years for most people, you're going to have something happen and it could be a health challenge or it could be um, something like we refer to getting red pilled. Um, you know, uh, it could be an ideology that, that you read about, a philosophy that you read about that completely changes your worldview. It could be faith. It could be, um, you know, finding Christ or finding uh, Jesus as a lot of people, um, kind of say that word. Um, it could be a huge change in job and a huge move for your entire family. Um, it could be the loss of friendships. Um, it could be something as simple as a social group that you're in and some bad information gets out about you or somebody spreads a rumor and now suddenly you don't have those friends that you had before that were really your network. It could be problems within your family. Maybe your mother isn't speaking to you or maybe your father is upset with you or, you know, um, and of course a big one is divorce for a lot of people that go through divorces. And so those are some examples of these floods that seem to engulf our life. And sometimes we're kind of staring out at that ocean and we're looking at the nothingness that it represents because there used to be something there. There was a whole world 
for us there before and now it's no longer there it's all gone it's all been swallowed up and sometimes we forget to look at the ark we forget to look at that little pocket of things that Heavenly Father has preserved for us and he's always preserved something no matter how hard of a trial you're going through if you're drawing breath you know if you're still currently able to breathe even if not on your own you have something in your ark father has sustained you in some way he's sustained something and most of us during these floods of our lives have even more than that we typically have our family or um, you know different social groups or church or our faith um, a lot of different things that we can look to that are in our ark so that's the flood part of it so what happens when the waters recede they will recede. They always recede. There's always a rebirth. There's always new life. That That is the, the story of, really the story of the Bible over and over again is this, this idea of death and rebirth and death and rebirth. And it happens quite literally in our lives that, you know, children are born and, and older people die. In my family, for example, I had an aunt and an uncle pass away one month apart right at the holidays my aunt passed away at Thanksgiving and my uncle passed away and that was her husband he passed away at Christmas and at the same time though one of their daughters had just had a baby and at the same time I actually was about to have my third baby and when my uncle I believe my uncle passed away like the day before if I remember correctly that my third son was born and my dad remarked at the time that two people had left our family but two people had joined our family and that really is the theme of our lives this idea of death and rebirth death and rebirth and it's the theme of the scriptures because really the scriptures are our guidebook for our lives and so through metaphor through story through history um, historical accounts the Bible tells us that there's always going to be a rebirth and so you just have to hold on wait for those waters to recede your dove will come back with an olive branch someday and you'll start small it'll start as an olive branch and whatever God has left you on your ark and then you will build up from there and it will be a beautiful thing and it will turn into you know descendants as numerous as the stars whether that's the fruit of your labors or whether it's your own physical descendants your genetics and your your people and your your great-grandchildren and so what we have to start doing is looking at our lives as the cycle of death and rebirth and death and rebirth and not shy away from it and not allow ourselves to think that we're failures because we've gone through this cycle because everyone goes through this cycle everyone and what we really need to do instead of like looking at ourselves and saying look I failed again or look I this happened again or or I've done this again you know I know for me anytime my husband um, needs to move to to change or not to has to change his location for work which has happened a couple of times in our life quite dramatically I know that I feel really guilty about my kids you know oh my gosh I'm pulling them away from their friends and I'm pulling them away from their community and their the church we've been going to and and you know their homeschool friends and you know all of that and I feel really I feel like a failure even though I know it's a good thing and it's an important thing that we move and we go you know 
where my husband is being told he needs to go. Um, but, and that it's, it, it ultimately has always worked out wonderfully for our family. Of course, we pray about it as well to know what we're, you know, that this is the right thing to do. And there's been times when, when he's needed to, to move for work and I've prayed about it and said, you know what, honey, I don't think we're supposed to this time. And sometimes he's agreed with me and sometimes he's over overruled me and we do it anyways. And you know, I mean, life is like that. Right. And so, um, I, I know I feel guilty and I feel like a failure when that happens, but I really invite you not to feel like a failure when you have to change your life or when your life changes for circumstances beyond your control. And for even when you've made mistakes and even when you've, you've done something you really regret, you know, that's why Christ sacrificed himself for us. We can be forgiven and then we move on and we rebuild. And so start looking at your life, not as this thing that has to be perfect and have this perfect beginning to the end point, you know, start looking at your life like a quilt. And this is, this is the way the quilt uh, metaphor is coming in. So we had the flood and now the quilt. So your life is like a quilt. So every time those waters recede and you build up something new and you create a piece of your life again, that is a little square in your quilt. And the thread that you thread those little squares together are the common threads of your life that we all have that never leave you, right? So one of my common threads I'll share with you is belief in God. So I've never been an atheist. I've tried on a lot of different religious hats. I've made lots of videos about that, but I've never not believed in God, believed in God. You know, so God, since I was a tiny little girl, some of my earliest memories I can remember are of praying, even though I wasn't raised in a religious family. And so God has been that consistent thread that sews those little pieces together for me. And another thing that's been very consistent in my life is a love of children and a love of family. And no matter where I've lived, where I've gone, where Heavenly Father has taken me, you know, back when I was a liberal, back when I was a, a pagan, back when I was a graduate student, all these times in my life that were very different from the Christian mother of six that I am now, that was a consistent theme as well, that I loved children, I loved motherhood, I loved homemaking, and I loved domesticity, and all of those things. And so that's an example for me, and I know a lot of people, you're, you know, everyone's going to have their own common thread, but hold to that common thread in your life, you know? See what's been consistent, see what you can hold on to in your life, the love the, that you have in your life, you know, a love for your parents, for your grandparents maybe who raised you, whatever it is, there's something there that's threading all of those patches together. Even though those patches may seem very different and you, you have different life phases and you go through different trials, when those floodwaters recede, see what you're building up, see what your new patch is for your quilt, and metaphorically sew that patch happily into your life. And one important thing I wanna say is please, 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 when the floodwaters are deep and when you feel like you've come to the end of your quilt and that you will not be able to sew on a new patch because there is just nothing left, 
please don't believe that. Please, please, please never believe that. You are valuable. You are worthy. God will put you through trials, but he will always bring you on the other side of those trials. And I just really would like to share that with you all today. Okay, have a great day. Love you. Bye.